Hey, this is Joe Buca with another podcast of Man Up, the podcast to help men reject passivity and accept responsibility. Today, I want to talk about uh, the idea of having a band of brothers. Um, I, I've talked about this idea before, mostly of having men involved in your life, but I think this idea of a band of brothers, um, obviously, it was made popular by the movie that came out a couple decades ago about World War II and just um, the the brotherhood that comes in combat. And I really think that there's a sense where there really is a brotherhood when you've gone through difficult difficulties and you face challenges. I actually just got a picture that was sent to me that was taken, gosh, probably 20 years ago. A group of directors that I worked with with Campus Crusade, we went we hired a guide, um, our so-called guide, that took us up to um, North Georgia, Tennessee, um, North Carolina, and we did some whitewater rafting and some camping and hiking. During the, we hiked to a mountain or a, a place called Bob Stratton Bald. I remember the name really well. But we hiked in as we were hiking in. Some of the guys that really hadn't hiked much had new boots and got blisters and and uh, we ran out of water and when we got to the bulb that we were going to camp on we uh you know there was water there but it was we had to find it and there was a uh, a tap coming out of a natural string kind of down the hill from the the bulb and the guide that we had hired um uh knew that and had a rough idea but we it's we spent about a half hour looking for water and kind of had that sinking feeling in your gut like if we don't find water we're we're like in trouble so we found water and we camped that night and had a great time actually we had a devotional earlier that day uh just on the trail and people would walk by while we were having the devotional i'm laughing because some goofy things happened during that but but um the next morning after we camped uh we um we went out and actually went out the wrong way from our camp and about I, you know, an hour, two hours, three hours, somewhere in that range. One of the guys, Matt Jackson, a good friend of mine, one of my, I would say a band of brother, one of my brothers in the band, uh, came up to me and he had an altimeter and he said, Joe, we're like, we're not on the right trail. And I'm like, oh, you know, our um, Bob is the guy's name we hired to hike. <laughs> Bob became like a, a dirty word among this group. But I said, oh, Bob knows where, you know, he's done this before. He's, you know, let's trust him. And Matt's like, okay, but I'm telling you, the altimeter, where we're at, where we think we're at on the map and the altimeter, like, don't match. And so, you know, guys began to grumble a little bit. And actually, I didn't tell you about the first day, the day before when we hiked, a couple of the guys brought, hadn't really hiked before, hadn't camped, and they brought, like, um, stuff that we really didn't need, uh, yeah, excess weight. And two guys in particular were really struggling, and we divided up their gear between the rest of us so that they really could slack pack, just carry a day pack or just carry almost an empty backpack because they weren't going to make it. You know, they were just really struggling. And they, again, that first night at the campsite, you know, guys were pulling their boots off and had bloody feet from the blisters. So anyway, we got, go out this, you know, next day. And again, we get lost. And we we kind of got to a point where really there was mutiny. I mean, I was the leader of the team. I mean, I was the director of all these guys. And, you know, guys went from just kind of having bad attitudes to really being upset. And a couple of guys in particular, like, were were pretty angry. Um, <laughs> I can picture in my mind who who was the angriest. But 
But anyway, so we're sitting on a, this trail, just kind of bewildered, discouraged, exhausted. We'd run out of water again the second day of hiking. And I mean, we were just in pretty bad shape. I mean, nobody was going to die, but, but it was, guys were really hurting. And we're sitting on this trail and this guy comes walking, kind of hobbling up actually, has a duffel bag and a gallon jug of water. And, and ironically, the guy's name was Joe. And so we said, hey, we're lost. And he said, well, where do you think you are? And we showed him on the map. And he said, no, that's not where you're at. And he, we, we were in a different state. We'd started, I don't remember if we were in Tennessee and then North Carolina or North Carolina and Tennessee, but we, we were so lost, we were in a different state. And, um, and so he said, well, here, you know, I, my truck is about three, three miles up this trail. You just keep walking on this trail. My truck's there. I left the keys in my truck. You guys can go get the truck. Two of you guys can go get the truck. You can go get your vehicles and leave my truck, you know, where you pick, because he knew where we had left our vehicles. We were able to show him. And he goes, you know, the guy was totally trusting us. And uh, the funny thing is he taps on his leg and he's got a, he's got an artificial leg, which made it even more comical. We were convinced and we left this guy some cash in a seat, I think like 50 bucks just for saving our lives. But then the rest of us hiked, went on and hiked, and we were actually at a point where we thought we might have to spend another night in the woods, and everybody's, you know, wives were expecting us to come back. Of course, we didn't have cell service, but it, but what, the, the guys, and Matt was one of them. I forget who else. I think Aaron, a guy named Aaron Reed was another guy that Matt and Aaron, and I think there was a third one that ran to get Joe's truck and then get our vehicles, and then they stopped and got Gatorade and Snickers Bar. When we finished our hike later, it, like as the sun was setting, that Snickers bar and that Gatorade may have been the best tasting food I've ever had in my life. But but we all kind of, you know, we're, we're excited we were done. And really what was interesting is the next couple of weeks, like everybody that knew all of us, there were about 12 of us in the group, heard stories of this hike. And it really bonded us as a group. And actually Bill Bolt, who's the director at Auburn, came up to me and he said, you know, I know you didn't plan this, but this probably was the best thing that we could have ever done to really build this band of brothers. And we were, you know, here we are, again, 20 years later, still sending pictures to each other of the end of the hike and what it looked like. But but when you go through difficult things, whether it's in life or ministry, um, you go through difficulties and you build these bonds with guys. I think hardship is often the anvil that brotherhood is hammered out on. And, and I think that having men that you go through difficulties in life, whether it's, you know, your life journey going through um, relationship problems, problems with your children, problem with your marriage, problem with your business, that you've got guys that will be there with you. Those band of brothers really are important. I have a number of bands of brothers from this, this group of guys that we did the hike with, the campus directors back then, to men that I went on trips with that we would go to different, um, some crazy places uh, we would go to. Like my son and I actually took a trip to Tibet with with um, Spencer and Tom, two other guys, and really had two weeks of in the Himalayas together. It was we really bonded. Uh, we we actually played spades, had a World Series spades tournament going the whole trip, uh, and uh, um, just had some incredible memories. But but having those kind of men that you bond together with. 
and I and I found that those band of brothers that I have in my life are guys that follow Jesus that are there to spur me on, cheer me on. But anyway, just wanted to challenge you to look for your band of brothers, to build relationships, to build closeness. I mean, I've got, again, the two guys that led me, Lord Craig and Jeff, that we get together every year, every couple of years for uh, um, three or four days. And, um, you know, just the, the how we can speak into each other's lives and listen to each other. Um, again, my, my Friday morning Bible study is a band of brothers. The guys that are in that group are awesome. Uh, they're lifetime friends, uh, guys that I worked with with crew that we did different things. Again, just finding those bands of brothers, and it doesn't have to be just one group of guys like you know that you're in fraternity with in college, but but guys that go through life with you together and that share hardships. Those kind of relationships are so critical. Anyway, I want to encourage you to look for your band of brothers and, and look to build those kind of relationships with other men.